0: No, it's by faith. This potter's wheel that I'm talking about is not the natural wheel, it's the spiritual. You've got to choose to put your hands in the hand of the man who calmed the steel the storm when his children were screaming bloody murder and thought they were gonna drown. Put your heart, put your life in the hands of the man and speak. He said, speak. I put the word in your heart and it's in your mouth. Speak it. Speak it. Speak positive. Don't let the deception of Facebook cause you to speak all that negative junk. Speak positive because people's watching you. I'm going to get me a whole push-up basket full of blinders years ago. My daddy, he used to Worked the farm with horses and oxen. That's how old I am. (laughs) My dad was almost 80 years old. Knew about God. He believed there was a God, but he never accepted God. My dad was through a lot of things. He was very stubborn. He was German, and he was stubborn, and he his way. He worked hard. He paid his bills. Da-da-da-da-da. If God lets him go to hell, he told me then he'll have to go to hell. But he told me when I said to him about being ready to meet God. So God spoke to me to take my basement. See, God knows what he's doing. You never see everything. Some things are futuristic. God said, build me a house. And I didn't have no big organization to give me a lot of money. But I had a credit card, and I went out and I bought chairs, and I bought an organ, and I bought a piano, and I bought things, and we had church. My wife says, now what do we do? I said, we're going to preach and teach. And that's what I did. I had my daughter, my youngest daughter, my granddaughter. She's all grown up and beautiful now. She used to be my little uh, offering girl. I have a picture of her with her little outfit and her little hat on. You should come up with that and the offering basket and take it up and God blessed it from that day forward. God bless. It. And people heard by word of mouth and said, how did you know? We just heard. I didn't call nobody, never called no person until this day, never faxed anybody. Or... I let the Spirit of God do it and God began to speak to people. That's why you're here. You're special. God spoke to you because you're special to him. You're special. You're special. God was never mad at people. He never was. He never will be. He loves people. He just doesn't love what people do. Because they get injured. They get wounded. I was wounded. I had an uncle that got mad at me for something and tried to drown me when I was about 12 years old. Held my head under the water. Scared me to death. Couldn't get my breath. I didn't know if he's going to let me back up or not. I've been wounded. I've been hurt. I had people say things about me that weren't true. But I kept on fighting the good fight. I kept on preaching. I kept on praying. What I'd do, I lay in my pillow a lot of nights and tears would flow down my cheeks and I'd cry to God. I said, God, I can't do what you called me to do. He said, I know that. But he said, with me, all things are possible. And I said, God, if you don't help me, I can't build this. I can't do this. I can't do what you called me to do. He said, one thing I asked of you, stay humble. Stay humble. The minute you get prideful, God walks away. He does not like a prideful heart. You've got to stay humble in the sight of God. And love people. Forgive people. Work good with people. And the potter's hand will take away the Mars. And he says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Say, I'm a new creature. A new creature. Say, my old lifestyle passed away. And now I'm brand new. I'm brand new. Say it like you mean it. Now I'm, brand new. now I'm brand new. Okay, turn back to Jeremiah again, 29. We'll close here quickly. I can taste that steak and potato. Now, i got to tuck that back in there. That was the human part came out. right <laughs> Jeremiah 29, 11 and 13. 11 to 13. For I know the thoughts that you think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Say, success. Success. Success.
1: Success.
0: success. success. In, every area In every area of my life. Because I'm a king's kid. Because I'm a king's kid. Don't forget that. Then shall you call me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken to you, and you shall seek me. Listen to what he said. And when you seek me, you'll find me. When you shall search for me with all of your heart. No reserve. He wants all of your heart. That's your spirit, man. He wants all of your heart. No reserve. Lay all that other stuff aside. When you go in your prayer closet to pray, it's not about bowing on your knee. It's not about closing your eyes. You can do that if you want to. A lot of that's religious stuff. People think they have to fold their hand and they have to close. A lot of times I walk around the house with my eyes wide and I say, God, I love you so much. You've been so good to me. You spared my life so many times. You raised my family to serve you. God, I have to love you. I can't turn away. You're so precious. All these things are going to be burned up. In the end time, there's going to be a fire. All that stuff we work for and toil for that makes our heart happy, it's going to be all gone. That's why he said, serve me with all of your heart. Keep your heart on him. And when it comes, you can lay it down. You can have things. You can have things. But don't let things... Have you? Let only one person have your heart, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. Let him have your heart. Serve him with all your heart. Pray over your food. When we go to the restaurants, we pray. We don't care who's watching, who's listening. I want to bless that food. I don't know who's spitting it. <laughs> Turn back to Hebrews. I know that wasn't nice, but. Uh, You know, you have some people back there. His girlfriend cheated on him. And he's making that hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Don't hamburgers. Don't go to basketball. <laughs> Forgive me, Lord. <laughs> Hopefully, not." <laughs> yeah. But we need to seek the Lord. The Lord will guide you. God will will come to you and say, don't order that sandwich. That's the one he spit in. (laughs) The Holy Ghost is faithful. He will. Now, I'm joshing with you. I'm being a little facetious, but God is just like that. My son, before he got killed in a car accident, he went to be with the Lord. He was 19. And his girlfriend, she just couldn't stay away from crack cocaine, and, and uh, we tried to take her under our wing. Our girls were grown up, married. I gave her one of the girls' bedrooms to to try to take her in and help her and pray with her and bring her to church and all that. But she just had her mind made up that God was not greater than her addiction. One morning I get up, it was a Friday morning. I went to go to work, and boy, I'll tell you, my German nature come out. I didn't cuss. <laughs> you know, you can cuss. You know, David did. He said that on circumcised Philistine. <laughs> he, was, he was actually cussing Goliath. Yeah, because cussing, cussing in a different way. Because he was against God's people, and David, What's called to spare God's people. And I got all ready, had my cup of tea, a piece of toast. I don't eat much for breakfast. Got ready to go, and I looked up at the rack, the side of the door where we keep our keys. My key wasn't there. My key disappeared. I thought, okay, I went back and I checked my britches and checked my coat, and I thought, where did I put them? All of a sudden, when I went past the window, I looked out and I seen my truck was gone. I had a little Ranger, it was four-wheel drive, fully loaded, nice little vehicle. And I said, oh no. I went back to the spare bedroom, I knocked on the door, nobody answered, No, and, and she was gone. Took my truck, went to town. She knew exactly where to go. Had a full tank of gas. See, now, I, mean, I want you to understand something in this testimony. You can't do this in yourself because you kill. I, I, was, I was in kill mode. Yeah. Understand? Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. A club, a brick, knife, a gun. You know, them thoughts go through everybody's mind one time. Understand what I'm saying. Oh. I mean, this truck was flawless, man. It was nice. I polished it, washed it, cleaned it. I kept the gas tank full. I took care of that baby. I had the oil change and all that goodies. I almost idolized it, but I didn't. So God tested me to see where the truck stood between me and him. Yeah, he will. He'll test you. He tests pastor. I'd be lying if I'd said it. I wasn't my wife began to pray. I couldn't go to work that day. I had to call in. I think I took a PT day. And we went to prayer. If you pray and seek God with all your heart, God will speak to you. He said, you call, you call, I'll hear and I'll answer. Not the way you want or not when you want, but he'll answer. And she said, honey, And she had a little, I bought her a little Buick, she had a nice little Buick with a rag top and stuff, a pretty little car that I bought for her. And she said, I'm going to get in my car and I'm going to head to town. Uh, She said, God told me where to go. He said, York, Pennsylvania. He told her the street and he told her the house number. Oh yeah, don't look at me. Yeah, he will. When you serve him with all your heart, like he said, but you got to give him all your heart. And then he'll begin to speak to you and show you things that the enemy, see the enemy come against us at that point. And my wife went right in the street, right up to the house. And the guy comes out, he saw her, he walked up to the car. He said, Are you here to see somebody, big old dude, man, I mean, big as you, Scott. He could have ripped her head off, she just a little thing and she said, yeah, I'm here, and she named the lady's name. He said she owes me 50 more bucks. You give me the 50 bucks, and I'll release her. She had her little baby boy with her, just a little baby. She had the baby with her laying in the corner of the house in a seat, and she was in there doing all these drugs and being all messed up. It's a horrible life out there. Horrible! what people get into, but God still loves them. Oh, yeah. So she said, uh, I'll give you the 50 bucks. She said, tell her mom's out here. She called her mom. She said, tell her mom's here and I want her now. She got out and she crawled in the car and she's half smoked up. And she sold her body. My truck, when she took my truck, she learned, she gave the keys to my truck so she could smoke dope. They ran my truck all over the place for a delivery van. When she brought it back, it was on empty. They had beer in it. They slopped beer all in it. And boy, I was... Whew. I mean, my German was coming back after all them years. I'm glad I served God because I was smoking. When she got her home, she would come in the house. She went back in there. She locked the door. And about the afternoon, mid-afternoon, she peeks her head out. and says, Mom, 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 she was gone. she said, I'd advise you not to come out, because Dad's in Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> now, not really, but do you understand where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. And they took something, I don't know what, and they hit hit the fender and bent it and hit the hood. It must have been a baseball bite, pipe, put dents in it. Now come on, I, I I hear your mind turning. I hear you, I'm sharing this testimony to see how you would react, to see how you would handle it. I'm not talking about a little fender bender, I'm talking about something that's flawless. Something that had low mileage, something that had a full tank of gas. Something that was sharp and shining. I have a picture of it back in my office somewhere. Set of Wranglers on the towers cost me four or five hundred bucks. Thing was nice. Full tank of gas, empty. I opened the door and smelled like booze. Boy, that set me off because I quit drinking a long time ago. And just the smell. I said, devil, you're a liar. Devil, you're a liar. I had to loose myself from that vehicle. I had to let God stand between me and the vehicle. Because I was furious. I was hot. I was mad. And I hadn't cussed for years. But I was close. And when I seen all those dents on the hood and the fenders and the door, she couldn't even find the keys. All my keys—my keys to my outdoor shed, to my garage, to my lawn tractor—all my keys were on my keychain. They threw my keys away. They took a thing and broke the, the ignition switch. And I'm like, oh, "Beat me up, Scotty, huh?" Hebrews 4 and 15. In closing. Oh, I went a little overboard there. Sorry. For we have not a high priest that means for no other reason which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities but was in all points, all points, tempted like we are and without sin. Huh? So when I mold myself When I get in the potter's hands, I had to let him that day, I had to let him mold my German nature all over again. I had to let him renew my mind like his mind. You have to think like Christ. You have to act like Christ. You got to talk like Christ. That's what makes you a winner. That's what makes you an overcomer. And I read the end of the book. The end of the book said we're overcomers. No matter what the Democrats try to do to destroy our nation, and I know there's some sneaky Republicans in there too, so I won't let them out of the equation, but mostly we know what goes on. We're overcomers. Let them take our guns. Let them push equality. I'm saying spiritually. I'm speaking spiritually now. I'm not talking naturally. Spiritually. Let them do what they do. But don't lose. Don't lose the gift of God that's within you. Don't let nothing stand between you and God. And I had to cry out that day. I said, God, soften my heart. You never hated me and I don't want to hate that woman that messed up my vehicle. I don't want one ounce of hate. And I had to talk to him in quite a while till he came come in the room because he wants to know if you mean it. I said, don't let one ounce of hate because when I was lost in sin, you came and you forgave me. You redeemed the wretched man that I was. And now I'm your son. I'm redeemed. I'm blood-bought. I don't want that old lifestyle to come back over a truck. Don't let no bitterness creep in. See, the enemy does his job well. He's from the kingdom of darkness, and he'll do his job well. I had people say to me, Pastor, are you telling me my mom and dad would lie to me? Yep. Mm-hmm. If they don't know no better. If they've not been told any better. Not intentionally, but unintentionally. They'll tell you the gospel, and it'll be perverted. And they won't tell you like it is. And they'll say, if you went to church as a good boy, read the good book, read the golden rule... then you're home. And yet, when I read that book, I used to listen to a man in a backward robe. I don't know why they put him in there backward. I guess they're... I think their head was twisted. All right. I think that's what it was. I think the road was on right. I think their head was twisted. He's telling me all these things that I have to do and yet Jesus said I am the way I am the door but my mom and my dad made me go there and sit under that until one day I walked away and I said I had enough of this I walked away I said I'll never go to church again all that religious stuff what I needed was relationship and that day that little country evangelist come he preached relationship Boy, I mean it hit me like a ton of bricks. I went down to that altar crying like a baby and I said, he's talking to me, God. I don't care if nobody out in this old house don't go, I'm going because he's talking to me. God is talking to me. Could we stand, please? I hope I helped you today. I hope you got something today. I could tell you stories, my testimonies all day. <laughs> Things God did. Is that all right? Amen. Your steak your steak will be waiting on you when you get there. Mm-hmm. Go into Longhorn, they have a wonderful steak and potato. Yes. I left my anointing there. I got there a lot. I like Longhorn. <laughs> you go where you want, I'm just teasing. Father, I thank you for your people today. Everyone that's under the sound of my voice, I pray that your Holy Spirit touches those words that I minister to them and that it digs down deep in the recesses of their heart. And if there's anything in there that would hinder them, if there's someone they needed to forgive, if there's someone that they need to show love to, If there's someone that cursed them out this week. You said that we bless them. Now I know Lord. We can't do it in ourselves. We're not supposed to. We started this thing by grace. Our faith in that grace made the way. And if we keep our faith focused in the potter's hands. We'll make it. You'll be able to handle. So that one person that told me that they'd never let nobody drag them out of this is their church and they started dating a woman and they happened to marry that woman about two and a half three years later they did the very thing they said they wouldn't do they left Jubilee they said I'll never, I'll never hear what their words is, that's pride I'll never, I is the center letter in pride I'll never leave, I'll never Smoke again. I'll never drink again. I'll never cuss again. I'll never sleep around again. I'll never do the things I shouldn't do. Never say I. Never say I never. Put all your faith in the potter's hand. And say by the grace of God. By the grace of God. Amen. Listen to me church. I'll close with this. Let this get down in your heart. Don't take it for granted. We're not promised tomorrow. You don't know what's going to happen to this old world tonight yet. Have your life in the potter's hands. Give him all the praise and all the glory today. Go ahead, give him the praise. Come back next week for session two. (laughs) If you enjoyed session one. God bless you real good. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. And be careful. Be careful. Good to see you again, my brother. Good to see Anytime I'm in town, you're going to see me. I hope you enjoyed that. Oh, I did. you. You're around. Really better now. And I like that. Good.